If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all. From interviews to game reports to player scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Today we have none other than Coach... C from PWG, Hoop Haven, and St. Francis. Coach, yep. thanks for joining. Thank you very much. I have a couple of job titles I see, huh? Yeah, yeah so we, we're going to focus. Let's focus on Hoop Haven for, for a hot minute. Okay. So Hoop Haven, that's uh, photography, videography, coaching. Tell me about it. So the Hoop Haven was uh, created as a platform for exposure for some players that were not getting the exposure that we felt they deserved. Um, and we used that to film games, create highlight films, send them out to coaches, and help kids get recruited, which we've been successful with so far. Nice. So most of your basketball is in and around St. Francis? Most of the basketball is within the DMV. Um, the majority comes through St. Francis in the BCL, the Baltimore Catholic League, and the MIAA. Um, for this area, that seems to be the hotbed where the talent is. That's where the most competition is, nonetheless. And um, – not every, just because you're in the BCL or the MIA doesn't mean you're being recruited. Doesn't mean you're getting that kind of exposure. You know, you're playing a good competition. So, what we did was we focused on those players, and um, like I said, we've been successful getting kids scholarships. We also cover some of the public school games, but uh, unfortunately, it's not the same way as it was when I grew up here in Baltimore. It's not as competitive as it was back then. But for the good games or, or the games of, of significance in the area, we get out and cover those games as well. So you grew up in Baltimore? Yes, sir. Did you play basketball? Absolutely. Did you play in high school? Yes. All right, hold on now. This is this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Give me the scouting report on Coach C. Oh, that's easy. The high school basketball player. What did they, what would they have said about you? Oh, that's easy. Thank goodness, first off, that YouTube wasn't around back then. Let's say that. <laughs> but the scouting report would have been easy. He's uh, extremely athletic, plays right. above the rim. Uh, hot head, just as much as he can jump. The head is just as hot. And um, if, if things are going well, you guys will win. If they don't going well, take them out the game. How tall, how tall are you, Coach? 6'3". How tall were you in high school? 6'1 or so. Yeah, I didn't grow much after that. Was, what what position you know, did you – Point prim- guard. Point guard. Oh, handled yeah. the ball, run the offense. Mm-hmm. Nice. Talked a lot of trash, you, extremely aggressive. Willing to share where you played? Uh, Dundalk. Nice. Yeah. yeah. We, Dundalk uh, still got a pretty good team. Yeah. I grew up in East Baltimore off of uh, North Avenue in Rutland and was supposed to go to Lake Clifton, and then uh, we had to move out of our control. It wasn't a situation that we could control. We had to move, and the place that my mom found was in the zone for Dundalk, so that's where I went. Did you play after high school? Yes. Went down to Tennessee and played a little bit and did okay for myself. Nice. Yeah. And now I'm out just trying to share the, the gifts that I learned along the way with the uh, student athletes and that. So this has got to be a labor of love. I can imagine the, the amount of time and energy you're putting into this is uh, paying the rent. Oh, no. no, no, no. <laughs> the, um, it, it's, it, it generates what I call fun money, enough to keep my wife from screaming about me buying more cameras and things of that nature. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's funny how you like stuff for a long time and don't really realize how much you really love it instead of just like it. Right. And once I realized how much I loved basketball and 
start to see some of the things that were going on in Baltimore where kids were losing their opportunities, it, it was just put on my heart to go out and give them a chance. So were you – did you know about the recruiting process when you were at Dundalk going to Tennessee? Did someone recruit you? Was there a coach that was instrumental that helped you like you're helping kids now? Um, no. So, yes, I was recruited, but it wasn't like it is now. It's it's so much easier now. But, you know, I don't want to say how old I am, but I'm not young anymore. But back then you had to film things with that big VHS tape oh in the goodness. camera. Yeah. You know, and you had to make copies and put them in the envelopes and mail them out to schools. There's no YouTube or Instagram or no. – no, any of those things? No, no, no email, none of that type stuff. But um, fortunately, I was able to be seen by a coach. Um, the coach at the time, legendary coach at Towson, Terry Truax, um, was recruiting me and was able to spread my name to some friends of his, and that's how I ended up in Tennessee. Nice. So now you're helping other kids. Yes. Uh, there's a little bit. There's some more tools, a, mm -hmm. a little more modern day convenience associated with the recruiting process. Mm -hmm. But you're enjoying this process of of helping other kids get recruited and getting them opportunities that maybe they wouldn't have had without basketball as part of their life. Correct. You know, that and coupled with the relationships that I've built throughout the years, you know, now I'm able to call a coach up and say, hey, I have a kid you need to come take a look at from all over the country. And because the, the relationships that we have and the honesty that I share with them about the players that, that I'm mentioning to them, they come out and take a look at the kids. It's kind of a big deal because if I called a coach up and said, hey, coach, I got somebody for you, he'd be like, who are you? Mm-hmm. So yeah. they, they know you. You've been around. How long have you been doing this? I, maybe I shouldn't ask that question. Uh, between playing <laughs> and coaching, jeez, uh, 35, 40 years now, I guess. Yeah, been that long. Do you have uh, times where kids and their parents come to you and say, hey, coach, I want to get recruited. I want to play. And you watch how they act and what they do, and you're like, no, you don't. And I tell them immediately it's not going to happen. So, and that's not the, the fun conversation that some parents don't want to have. That's yeah. That can that can be a, a, a tough conversation. So you're at St. Francis. Yes. Any kids that you're looking at uh, helping get recruited, or is there any kids that are like, yeah, you don't need any help. You're going to get recruited. So the I'm I'm the director of media operations at St. Francis, the associate head coach on JV, and a varsity assistant. Um, last year was more titles, coach. More titles. Yes, <laughs> more titles. Uh, last year was chaotic, and it was all hands on deck because of the pandemic. We had seven seniors and by the grace of God, we were able to get everyone in school. You know, and a lot of the seniors around the country were either reclassing or going prep because the colleges weren't offering scholarships to high school kids because of the pandemic. With the seniors in college being able to repeat another year, it wasn't room for a lot of these kids. But we were oh. able to get all seven of our guys in the school. Wow. That's and that cool. that's hats off to my man Nick Miles, who's the head basketball coach there and the AD at St. Francis. And anyone asks me about, you know, do I should I send my kid to St. Francis? What am I getting into? What's going on? My answer is simple. If your kid plays at St. Francis, he's going to school. As long as Nick Miles is there, your kid's going to school. So Nick has been there for a while. Coach Miles has been there for a little um, bit. Twelve years, I believe it is. Okay. Yes. Okay. So he's obviously has a commitment to the school in the process too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So seven seniors graduated. Seven seven seniors are moving on and playing, playing at the college next basketball. Level. Ah, nice. Yes. And the, you, with the highlight, if you want to go about uh, by name, is Julian Reese will be at University of Maryland. I remember him. Does he? His sister is plays also at too. University of Maryland. Yes, she was the number two ranked player in the country in high school. Very nice. And she played at St. Francis. Correct. And St. Francis had a good girls mm -hmm. team at that time. That's right. awesome. Yep. So, what are you? You're looking forward to a season. I mean, it's basketball is a winter sport. Mm -hmm. Games will probably start November. Correct. What are kids doing anything yet? So. Um, we are allowed to do workouts now. Um, 
no official quote unquote practices. You can do workouts. And then our tryouts, I believe, is November 1st. Okay. And then after that, it's full steam ahead. St. Francis Varsity plays a national schedule, so there's there's no days off. You got to get it in. So the St. Francis basketball team doesn't just play in Maryland. They're out and about and all over the place. Absolutely right. As well as playing in the MIAA and the Conference Catholic and League. the Baltimore Catholic League. Correct. How many games do you think they'll play this year? Oof. Um, I think we're somewhere in the neighborhood of the high 40s. Woo. Yeah. You looking forward to any particular com- uh, competition, any particular team? Do you travel with the? Is there some place you yes. want to go? Is there any? Team, is there any games in Hawaii, Coach? Because you know, I, I could, I could get some frequent flyer yeah. miles if not, you need someone yet, to do a the, podcast for. <laughs> I wish we could do one in the Bahamas. I'm uh-huh. waiting for that trip for us to get invited to that. The uh, the trip that I used to look forward to the most was the Chick Fil A tournament uh, right around Christmas time. We go down to South Carolina and play there. And no disrespect to Chick Fil A, I, I enjoy the Nuggets. But when you're at that tournament for a week and you're eating Chick Fil A breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <sighs> I just say I'll be glad to come when that tournament's over with. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we'll play in a lot of nice events. Um, again, a chance to be nationally ranked in the country. A, a great opportunity for our players to receive national scouting attention because they'll send out the big guys like Paul Biancardi and things like that from ESPN to do all the recruiting. And and the rankings happen. Our highest-ranked player now is a junior, Jonathan Lamothe, who um, is the 33rd-ranked player. On wow. ESPN, I believe it is, or Rivals. I mix, I mix it up, but he's a top fifty player in the country, four star player. Wow, so four star. So the ranking services gives kids stars. One star being the lowest, five star being the absolute, the dime. No, no questions asked. He's a hit kind of thing. And John is a four star. Wow, six three guard, shoot it from anywhere in the gym, gets to the rim now, handles the ball. You know, and he's being recruited by schools like Georgetown, Ohio State. Uh, you name it, they're, they're offering. So I follow St. Francis on social media, and I think mm-hmm. I saw the other day, or, or actually several times in the last few months, that certain colleges were at St. Francis or in, in the building. What, do, what exactly does that mean as, as a person that doesn't play college basketball and was not recruited? I know I look like I You look like you play a little bit. I, I'm yes. just saying. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but um, what does that mean when the college – do they send, like, a recruiting guy, some secretary? Is I mean, is it a – Okay, so um, the NCAA governs what times of years the coaches can leave campus to see kids and interact with them. This time of year, they can come to the kids' school and see them in workouts, um, not in, like, a fall league or things like that, but actually – structured workouts by the school so the louisville came in to see one of the seniors uh, bryce Lindsay, who transferred to us from bishop walsh previously he was at poly baltimore polytechnic he's now there with us and the simple answer about that kid is he can flat out shoot it he can flat out shoot the basketball and the entire louisville staff came in they wanted to see it and they got to see firsthand just how good this kid really is and they offered him a scholarship wow it was nice to know that, you know, you get the kids walking out with a quarter million dollars worth of value, you know, in an athletic scholarship. It's awesome. That is a, that is a good thing. That's <laughs> a testament to the coaching staff getting uh, this kid some exposure. There you go. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and see, and seeing his opportunities in college and and further right. down the road, it, good too. So what's what's uh, what's what's next in for for Coach C? Is there is there anything else on his horizon that uh, we should well, be looking forward to? Right away now, we're just. Um, doing all we can to develop the players on the JV team. Um, we had 16 kids in the gym the other night for a workout. And 
it's open to our, all students, ninth and 10th graders at uh, St. Francis. And, you know, we go in and we, we push the kids really hard on these workouts because we want to see who really wants to play at the high level. To play at St. Francis, to play varsity basketball at St. Francis is a privilege. Where do the kids come from and how do they work their way up through that rank? So the process is primarily done through the AAU programs. The we've, we've found that the AAU programs have more of a hands-on approach with the players, more so than their middle school teams, for those teams, those kids that go to middle school to have teams. And the AAU coaches tend to have more time with the kids. So we build relationships with the AAU coaches. They let us know, hey, we got a kid up here that might fit your program and things of that nature. And then one of the coaches, it, it, there's 17,000 of us over there, it seems like, will get out to see any kids that, that we need to take a look at. So like Louisville came to St. Francis, St. Francis potentially goes to watch some of the AAU stuff. Correct. And middle school stuff, but primarily it's AAU stuff, yes. And is there someone at St. Francis, or do you guys kind of do it collectively? You're we, all... we just collectively done, yes. And when so the AAU circuit is a sp- spring thing. It's usually after the high school. Is it spring and summer? The majority of the AAU stuff is done spring and summer, but some of the better programs run year-round. Oh, okay. So we're able to get in the gym and see some of these kids right now. Right. So we're recording in October. Okay. Um, and there's a let's say there's an eighth grader who thinks he wants to play the next level, thinks he wants to play high level basketball in high school. Okay. Thinks he's got, or his parents think he's got, he has what it takes to play at St. Francis. Is that someone that should reach out to you, or is it someone you probably would have heard about already? Or if they're in the DMV area. And we don't know everybody, obviously, but if they're in the DMV area and, and an eighth grader that has that level of talent, I wonder why we haven't heard from heard about them already. Right. You know, so I mean, there's tons of AAU programs, and not everyone has the relationships with us that you know we would like for them to have. So, if you think you have what it takes, reach out to us. Because I remember last spring, I think was it last year you did the Black Cager Black Cager Middle School. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was a that was a pretty exciting way to get the eighth graders some exposure exactly and stuff right. like that. Did yes. you know? Uh, can you remember? Did that turn into anybody at St. Francis or well, one of the kids that was there was a uh, DJ, and he's now uh, well, there you go. on the JV team at St. Francis. There you go. Yes. You probably heard of him, mm-hmm. but if you haven't or they don't think you have, it's still okay to reach out. Okay. Um, in the meantime, what should that kid be doing? to make sure he gets the attention that that eighth grader gets the attention that he really thinks he deserves on there. Should he be playing AAU? Should he be playing for his high school? Should he be doing uh, recruiting tapes on YouTube? What should that eighth grader be doing to, to get your attention? Um, first and foremost, work on your craft. That's, that's primary. Whether anybody sees you or not, put the work in. Um, second, or 1A, is make sure your grades are where they need to be. You know, because it doesn't matter how talented you are. If you don't have the grades, you can't play either at the high school level and or beyond. You got to have the grades. Um, and then wherever, whatever AAU program you're with, whoever you're playing against, you want to play against the best competition possible. So I don't care if you're Thrill or Mellow or Independent, Joe Schmo or the Crusaders or Crusader Nation. It doesn't matter who you are. Play against competition. And as, as the parent, if you're noticing that, your kids aren't ever playing in any other big events, and it's time to change programs. You know, and I, I'll tell a kid all the time, and, and most parents don't like this because they enjoy their kid being the star. But if you're the best player in the gym, you're in the wrong gym. Oh, I like so that. So go where you're being challenged. You know, it's what what how 
how much do you gain from being the six five eighth grader on a team full of fifth graders? Like, how good is, does that really help you? That's just this false sense of something that means nothing later on in life, you know, because you're not going to be able to handle the challenges. When you get to a level of St. Francis, and it's not just St. Francis, you know, it's St. Joe, it's Calvert Hall. Well, now that you have a new coach there, he's going to build that program back up. If you want to play high-level basketball or whatever part of DMV you want to go to, you got to play against some tough guys. So find yourself at the gym where those tough guys are. Nice. Coach, thanks for these words. I appreciate you coming in here. Absolutely. If people, I guess the easiest way to reach out to you would be through social media. Yeah. Do you have social media handles? Are you on Instagram or Twitter or any of those I things? I am on Instagram. Uh, I'm on Twitter. Twitter is at CoachC74. That's C-E-E-74. And Instagram, it's the Hoop Haven. Very nice. Send me a message. Uh, and we'll, you have a website too, yes? Yes, thehoopaven.com. We can remember that. Yes, sir. Come on out and check me out and hang out. Thanks. Ask your questions all you want. Thanks again, Coach. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You've been listening to the AC Sports Report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.